Welcome to the Round 6 Podcast, a weekly roundtable discussion featuring a variety of automotive subjects, interviews, special guests, and stories, hosted by the Round 6 Gearheads, Brian Stupski, Alex Welsh, and Brad King. Here on episode 48, the gearheads are joined in the round six experience at the 70th Grand National Roadster Show by multi-generational metalsmith, Luke DeLay. The art, art test. Draw the no, this, this won't be that painful. It'll be... Okay. It's pretty. It's pretty. <laughs> you guys ready? Yep. Let's do it. it. Let's do a show here. Uh, welcome to the Round Six Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Brad. I'm Alex. And I'm Luke. <laughs> with us. Hey. Uh, I mean, you should. You should actually. You should just preface that with legendary Luke Delay. Yeah. That would yeah, be right. awesome. Man. The legendary. That's it. Right in front on the business card. Legendary. Well, be so awesome. Most most people think of me. Aren't you Marcel? You know, which oh, is dad, of course. You know, right. and, and then I get mixed up. My last name would be Marcel because I'm always Marcel. You know? Okay, but uh, well, then we'll change it up. Hey, Marcel. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. No. It'd be nice if somebody have, actually knew my name. We have Luke, Marcel you know. Luke on tonight. Yeah, today. That, that happens a lot. So, <laughs> thanks for joining us, though. Sure, I anytime. Know. I appreciate it. It's been it's been a weird kind of show. We've been trying to. Get with you and kind of make our schedules mesh right, and everything. Right, right. Thank you for it's, taking time to do that. It's with too us. much to look at. It's hard to stay oh, on one yeah. spot for very it's, long. It's you know? crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, man, it, it, for anybody who's listening, if you don't know who this guy is, across the aisle from us is the Chip Foose Builder of the Decade display. And you have had your hands on nine of these cars? Nine of these cars, yes. Wow. Yeah. Do the math on that. Wow. Yeah, there's a good combination there when you get to do something with Chip. Nothing always... wrong with that. But, That's uh, crazy, though. So I mean, what's it like, though, growing, I mean, growing up with, with with a dad like that? I mean, a, just a master craftsman. Well, it, right now, you know, I lost dad, you know, last year, and, and those are really big shoes to fill. You know, it's, it's really tough. But uh, yeah. growing up with him, he, he never pushed me into doing it. You don't have to do it. You don't have to like it, you know, and. Maybe the first 15 years, maybe I didn't like it all that much. But the more you learned, the more you knew how to do it, the more creative you could become, the funner it got, you know. And and then at some point, you know, you, you start working with Boyd, you work with Chip, Brizio, uh, Rick Dorr. I mean, all the best builders out there you get to work with. Yeah. And then they take what we do and, and they make it perfect, you know. And, and, you know, we'll finish a car. You don't see it for two years. Next time you see it, like, did we really do that? Yeah. You know I mean, so when, you, when you see how they turn polished, out, right yeah. now, it's just, yeah. it's amazing, you know. Yeah. And so it, it's, uh, dad was never a good teacher. You know, it was more of a, right. here, grab the other end of this and let's, uh. let's do it, you know. And, <laughs> and it was never like, this is how you do it. You know? oh, grab like, the other you know, end. Hey, hey, grab that and weld it together. You know, it's like, well, like, how do you weld? You know, I mean, I, I was never taught any of it. It's all, I wouldn't say self-taught. It was taught by watching dad or watching my brother, you know, yeah. and, and uh, it, you just kind of, maybe I'm a slow learner, you know, but after <laughs> about 15 years, it's like, man, I think I can build a car. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. I can do this. Yeah. And, and then, and then we all had our strong points, you know, and we worked as a team, the three of us for 38 years, we worked together. Wow. And, uh, you know, Mark 
was really good at the things he could do. Dad was good at the things he did. I was good at the things I did. And it was an awesome team, you know. And so, you know, Mark dropped off about maybe eight years ago. And I was I was going to do this by myself. And Dad's health wasn't real good. And, you know, he was going to give it up. And the first car in my shop was Madame X, uh, one of the, the, cat, the 39 Cadillac that Chips got here. And that was the first project. I mean, on my own. So uh, Doug from Rydell's would fly out, work with me for a couple of weeks, go back home. And of course, dad would come by every two weeks or so. And what are you working on? You know, what's, what's going on? You know, and, and it was not every two weeks and it was every week. And then after about maybe maybe two and a half months of that, he goes, you need some help with that door skin? You know, and next thing you know, oh, right he's there full time again. You know, so me and dad worked awesome. together for the next four years, you know, and Wow. And now it's it's just a one man band, you know. Wow. I'm, I'm all by myself. I remember back in the day when the, the some of the TV shows were on, and your dad had the energy of an 18 year old guy. He was just on the gas. You're not kidding, you know. Man, I, I used to when he was in my shop. Now, yeah. you know, he was 86 when he finally stopped working. Wow. And it, wow. And he was not what? easy to keep up to. Yeah, you know I mean, when he was 86, he 86 was still years just old, on man. the he, gas. Yep. Yep, and just that's awesome. Uh, I'm not that tough, believe and, me. And that's you know? a tough business. That's and for your hands and your joints and your hammering and yep. your working. 86 years old. Yeah, no, it's amazing. You know, wow. I mean, when you're on the roller and and you're filling a top on a on a sedan delivery or something, yeah. you got a panel. It's you know 44, 46 inches piece. wide. It's maybe 80 inches long, out of 18 gauge. Moving it back and, and forth. And you're you're trying to not get a line from the roller in it. And you're, oh, you got right, your right. shoulders out, you know, and Holy, and you know, yeah. at his age, you know, it's like, you sure you want to take this on? You know, I'll find somebody else to maybe yeah. help me, or I won't take in the project. You know, yeah. and no, we can do it. You know, it's like, wow, wow. I would assume having to work like that, you don't see a lot of morbidly obese metal shapers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was an amazing shape. You know, I mean, just t tough as nails. You know, and there's times, you know, I'd, you know, we'd be tacking stuff together. We'd be tacking a roof in, or or a, putting a fender together, or something. And he'd be the guy guiding the, the two pieces of metal while I'm welding. And there's times, you know, I'd, I could see where I'm welding and I see smoke coming off his fingers. You know, it's like, you know, what? Isn't, that, isn't that hot? You know? And he's like, yeah, it's a little warm. You know? like, Are you kidding me? Yeah, it, his hands, I mean, all the, all, all the years of, you know, filing and then you're rubbing yeah, your hand yeah. over the piece. Oh. And his hands were just callous, you know. Yeah, I can He imagine. has no fingerprints, so if anybody no, was looking for him, they'd never find him. <laughs> How did he learn the craft? Uh, just as a young kid, you know, his dad worked for Minerva in Belgium, so okay. my, my grandfather. And my dad at 14 years old, I believe, you know, in those days this was normal to quit school yeah. and you go to work. Go to work. You know, and yeah, in those days you didn't, didn't – change parts on cars you fixed cars you know and this is in the gosh probably in the in the 40s mm -hmm. and you know you, you get a wrecked car in you hammer and dolly the thing back to what it was you don't put a new door skin on you don't put a new fender on that was just normal that wasn't yeah. like yeah. an art that was what everybody did and then uh you know living in belgium and the war going on and we're, you know belgium was getting bombed by you know, Germany's invading Belgium, yeah. and then the uh, the Americans are bombing the German plants that took over in Belgium. You're getting bombed from both sides, and everybody in in his almost his industry, you know, left. And it, for him, he thought it was an opportunity to not be the apprentice. He's 14 years old, and instead of being the apprentice, it's like 
yeah, I'll, I'll build that top on that car, you know, and, and, wow. and, and these were like trucks that came in and, and they had, the trucks had all the running gear and fenders, but they didn't have a cab. So they had to make the cabs on these trucks. Dad's like, I'll try it. And he didn't know, but he, he goes, he learned more in six months than he would have learned in 10 years because he had to. Right. You know, it wasn't a matter of, you know, because he had to do and it. And then there's always the threat that, you know, that bomb may have your name on it. Well, he, he told me wow. one day, you know, he, wow. he told me one day he went to uh, whatever his route was that day where he was going. And he goes, he left where this movie theater was and a V-bomb hit on the movie theater within 15 minutes of him leaving there. Oh. Then wherever he was next, it was about, again, a 15, 20 minute period, a bomb hit there. It happened three times in one day, and he was clear of all of it. I mean, he never, oh, never man. was involved wow. in it. You know, but not wow. his time, obviously. So, yeah. So in the in the early '60s, uh, we came to the United States, and Dad just got a job at a collision shop. I mean, it wasn't. It was just you know regular body yeah. shop. Wow. And over time, he started you know fixing Ferraris and, and stuff where they had to wait for parts for months and months and months, and he'd say. I'll make you that new clip. I'll make you this or make you that. And so after that, that's when he started our business, you know, and I was a 15 year old kid. My brother was, I don't know, 23 ish, something like that, you know, and that's when it all started, you know, and that, that job you get when you're 15, that temporary job, you think before you find what you really want to do, you know, 43 years later, I'm still doing the same thing, you know, and, are you still sweeping the floors in the I, shop? I am still sweeping the floors. I, I'm jack of all trades, all right. master of none. So. That's right. <laughs> it's, uh, That's the great part about this industry, though. It's like you, you start kind of at the bottom, you work your way, but you never lose touch with like doing all those yeah. hands-on things. That's right. Like I mean, sweeping the floors, that, that's a thing you have to do. Uh, somebody's got to do it. And, that's right. Uh, you know, like I say, I'm, I'm just a one-man shop now, and uh, – you just do all of it, you know. I mean, you, you run and get parts. You you take care of ordering metal. You you take care of the whole thing, you know. And, and running the forklift when the sheet metal order comes in, yeah, that's see. So yep, it's a good times. I, I'm I'm extremely fortunate that my wife is a, a good sport, and now that I am all by myself, when on some of these panels I got to roll, I I need somebody at the other end of the panel. Yeah. And hey, honey, can you come down and give me a hand, you know? And and. I got to bite my lip a little bit because I can't holler at her. She's doing this. Yeah, right. You know, right, right. Help right. me. Yeah. And she doesn't know how to do this. Uh huh. And and where she's going home, you're also going home. Exactly. Right? You know, I, I bet she's learning. It, 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 <laughs> I bet she's yeah, that learning. argument isn't staying in the shop. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna go all the way to the house. But uh, you know, when when she holds something a little crooked, and uh, I'm just looking at, uh, well, that's gonna be an extra couple hours to fix that. But I just got to bite my lip and yeah. and deal yeah. with it. You yeah. know. And, and, Right on. So, wow. So influence-wise, I mean, it's like what what kind of car does it for you? If you could go out and from yeah. scratch build something that would be just purely yours. You know, I, I'm a really big fan of the late 50s race cars, the, the Maseratis, the Ferraris, yes. the Scarab, the Aston Martin, the Jaguar. I love that's that's my dream car you know and yeah. maybe one day that'll happen you know but yeah those and, are some and beautiful cars. some of the cars i do you know some some i like some not so much you know for me metal's metal whether, yeah, right. whether you're working on a harley fender or you're working on a peterbilt hood it yeah. metal's metal you know so right. it really doesn't matter to me the customer's always right you know and <laughs> uh, do, you, do you ever turn anything down because you're like well maybe the customer is not so right <laughs> 
uh, you know, maybe not for that reason. I, I do turn stuff down once in a while. Just um, I can only handle so much, you right. know, and, and I can I'm lucky enough that I get to work with the best people out there and I can pick and choose a little bit on yeah. what we're going to do, you know, and yeah. if it's something that I know is going to be a fight from the beginning to the end. I usually tell people, you know, I, I, there's so-and-so over here, and I think they're, they're better suited to help you out and this and that. You know, it's fair. I never say no. I just, just don't always say I can Guide them to the next direction. It's like, man, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm two and a half years out before I can get to it. Maybe wow. you got to go talk to so-and-so. And, well, yeah, and it's, it's like any small business. I mean, you don't want to turn something down because, and, and I get that, like drawing for a living, I never wanted to turn someone down because right. I didn't agree with their vision on it. Right. To me, you know, money is money, food is food. I always right. looked at it like, is this going to feed my son this week? Fine, I will totally draw your Volkswagen nose on a 59 Cadillac. Right, right. I'm in on <laughs> no, that. I'm I, not going to sign it, but I'm going to draw it. I, I get it. I <laughs> so, totally get it. That's pretty So, what, what's the weirdest material you've ever worked with? Uh, like, you know, we've done, a, we've done a, a fair amount of stainless work, uh, and I... I just assume not yeah. well, stainless, uh, and the, the, the sounds the like it doesn't move. It, it's just, there goes my Delorean it, idea. It, it just—it's yeah. so hard on my equipment, you know. Oh, and, and I didn't think for about me, that. I just rather—I I just rather work with aluminum or steel. Yeah. So it, it is hard on the equipment then. Oh, very so yeah. Really? Hard, I guess, uh, just because of the I hardness mean, just, of it. Your just, shears need to be. You know, my oh, shears are yeah. super old, and they'll shear anything I need it to shear. You put a piece of stainless in it, and it folds it. Yeah, I mean, oh. it just, it's not, just wow. because my, my stuff's old, you right. know, and yeah. same with, you know, with my hammers, my shrinkers, my, anything I use, it's, it's harder on those, you know, and my dies for my shrinkers are extremely expensive and I, I can use the same die on aluminum almost forever right? on steel, maybe four or five years with stainless, maybe each project. You know? Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So Why? it's just, it's just not worth it to right. me. And. And, it, and I'm not a real good businessman, so I'm not smart enough to charge for my tooling. I just charge my hourly charge. Charge your hourly <laughs> you know? charge. Wow. Good for us. So, yeah. Not so good well, for see, you. Well, see, now that you had this discussion, maybe you got to think that out. You're yeah, doing you're bid. right. You yeah, just yeah. throw that in the bid. Yeah. It's like, what? Because we're doing this. Do a stainless this. job. I have to buy a new shear. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it kind of is what it is. got to buy <laughs> right. new equipment. So. Yeah. No, it's true. So how many? How many? Uh, well, we got nine here. How many? How many vehicles have you seen in the show so far that you've had your hands on? Well, uh, I, I got two vehicles here that Rick Door uh, finished up. Okay. And, and so I saw those two. I saw a uh, a Plymouth that we did, and we we chopped, filled the top, you know, fenders, you know, bobbed the fenders, uh, running boards, it did all okay. a bunch of sheet metal mods on that car. I saw it here, and then some of them. We might have done so long ago. I don't, I don't recognize that we did it. You yeah. know, but yeah. I, uh, I was last year. I was writing down a little piece of paper every time I thought of a car. You know, like impression. You know, I'd write write the name, and I kept this piece of paper, and I kept writing names down, like the Boydster or the Boydster Two or uh, Shockwave or whatever it might have been, and I kept writing these cars down. You know, and uh, my my dream, and I talked to John Buck about it last year was. You know, maybe we can do something for Dad, and see how many of these cars we can we yeah. can get at one that show. Oh, that'd be which would, would be wonderful. That would that be, would be which would have been really really neat to do. Yeah. But I mean, even though now yeah. as a tribute to Dad, it's still right. not like that it's would too be awesome. Late. Too, right? It would still be yes. a great and, yes. thing. And, and these are just the ones that I thought of. I mean, there's there's probably a bunch of them that I already forgot yeah. about. And I came up with about 90 different cars. Oh wow. 
you know, so wow, that was, awesome so, I mean, it's, so say you had 20 of those cars yeah, even here, if 20 you know, in yeah. one chunk of, you know, one of the buildings, you had 20 cars that you guys have worked on. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. a pretty amazing, well, and then, pretty amazing and they're, thing. they're all pretty high profile cars. You know, a lot were for Boyd, you know, and okay. a lot of them were really high profile cars, you know, that through Boyd, yeah. you know, and the exposure that it got and cars for Chip and, and Rick Dorr and Brizio and guys all over the country that have used us, you know, that we've had. We've had 11 different Riddler and AMBR winners. Oh, man. You know, and, oh, and that's, wow. and I'm not, Dude, that is yeah. not because we did the sheet metal work. That is because the way but, they're finished. No, but you had way. your hands. Yeah, but we you had our hands to be a part of that team. That's yeah, pretty yeah. awesome. So it's, that's, it's, uh, that's awesome. It's really that's wonderful. And, <laughs> I mean, if you could even have those show up and in one spot, that would be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Being, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that group. Why is there no delay memorial metal shaping award? How awesome would that be to win? There you go. That would You've got be paint uh, award. That, I'm telling you, something to yeah, think about. Yeah. That would be, yeah, that would be really. That cool. would be an awesome yeah. tribute. I think that'd be. And how great would that be? I mean, not only is it tribute, but then you've got the living legend side too, where you're, you're right. That. Right. Let's make this happen. And to really make it cool, you make the award out of fiberglass. Yeah. <laughs> you give them a, you give them a, they give them a plastic trophy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that would be neat. Would I've be never awesome. thought about it. You know, I mean, I I think that'd I'd, be awesome. That would be cool. Something I, to I, think about there. Yeah. I never think of us as you know award giving people. We we don't fit in that that category. Yeah, but you know? or maybe and, something where where you're you're on that judging team where you're <laughs> selecting you know, just but, say hey, great job, dude. Exactly. See, now you're talking. You know, over forty years experience. You can say whatever you want to say. I mean, right. come on, that's a long time to be doing. Your trade. I don't care right. what it is. Right. What if so, the award is a fist bump? It's two fists, dude. That's <laughs> <laughs> that in a secret handshake. So you get this planishing yeah. fist. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, I mean, with, with those ninety cars that I was talking about, and and I don't know how many more there are that we just did little pieces and this and right. that. For the first probably 10, 12 years that we were in business, all we did were the classics. And these were supposedly original cars, you know, the the Dusenbergs, the okay. Packards, B16 Cadillacs, you know, real Delahays. Yeah. And, and as I say, any Delahays. So you yeah, had some, because yeah. there's, wow. there's were all your round you know, and, and, and the crazy old voices and, yeah. and all the, most of the cars seem to be between like 27 and 34. And that's the, the real classic era yeah. of these yeah. cars, you know, and I don't know how many, I was just a kid at the time and I'd. You know, it's just a job. You came into work and you banged on metal. Right. I don't know where these cars went. I wouldn't know how to find them, you know, but yeah. I, who knows how many of those we did oh, over I the can, years, yeah, you know. Yeah. See, see, this is something that needs to be talked about with John Buck because, I mean, in a year's time, I mean, it, the world's a lot smaller with the Internet. Right. It's not like the old right. days where you're mailing letters. Well, and, and I, I talked to John briefly last year, but he's, he's so busy at, at the show. You know, he goes, you know what, that's a good idea. After the show, we'll have to get together and yeah, talk, talk about to it. Him, talk to him and, next month. I mean, seriously. You know, I end is... up going to work. He goes to work, and it gets forgotten. You know. And, right. Yeah, but, for the longest time, you guys were kind of the 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 kind of guys that are keeping the flame going. You know, metalworking to that level had just kind of became that lost art. And you guys were well, like, there, there's a reason for that. There's, yeah. no, money, there's no money in right. it. Right. Well, you know, guys like you and, you know, <laughs> Faye Butler and some of these other right. guys that were just kind of keeping it alive. And now you're starting to see some younger guys figuring out the wheel. I, I think it's Understanding awesome. it. You know, and, I, I mean, you guys kept it alive. 
there's and, there's uh, a lot of people getting back in yeah it, i think know, it's great and, and i've seen guys out there it's like you know i've been doing this for you know 40 plus years and it's like man these guys are good you know these guys yeah. are really good yeah so it, it's yeah. fun to see it's going to keep the cars getting yeah. built you know i i i, I really I mean, my passion is is not so much taking a car and slicing and dicing and and piecing them, mealing them together. I like making them from you know, bring me a sketch, bring me a drawing. Oh wow! And let's build the car. Wow. And I'd like to see more of these younger guys do that because yeah. they can show their how much art, how much you know, the artistic values that that yeah. they have yeah. or their designers have. Because I mean, yeah. the cars I do, I don't design them. You know, I mean, I, I don't have that talent. If, if, yeah. if, if, if I were to design a car, you'd end up with a shoebox probably, you know. But <laughs> I rely on guys yeah. like Chip or Rick yeah. or the guys that do all the drawing. They, they get a lot of credit or they may not sometimes get the credit they deserve for drawing the, the art that they draw. And I mean, we turn it into metal and the, and the painter, you know, they make it look like these cars look, you know. But the, these younger guys, I, I, I see what they're doing. And they're making patch panels, and they're making a roof insert, and they, and they can shape metal. They can shape metal as good as anybody out there shaping metal. But now make something, bitch it. You know, don't right. don't, don't don't just add two inches to a door and cut two inches out of a quarter panel. Yeah, it's like make something that hasn't been built. Make your take on a on a thirty two. I mean, when we did that with Boyd, when we did the original Boydster, and again, Chip Foose's name is involved with right. this. It, the whole thing came came up. Um, Chip had built a car called for Boyd, and we did the metal on that called the the Roadstar. Yep. It was a rear engine oh right Cadillac thing. Yep. And I, I thought the car was amazing, and the car did not hit a home run when it got to the car show. It circuit. was very different. It was very different. It was ahead of its time. That's what it was. I, yeah. I was that's I was doing uh, doing striping and lettering at Dick Vale's shop. The custom and he was right in the front because. Boyd was running the back building when he had the building on right. each side. Yeah. So the Roadster was being built in the back. And they built the chassis back there, and I would walk, you know, and I'd see what they were doing. It was a very, you had the I-beam thing with aluminum I-beams. It was a very, right. a very unique build. I think that's why it, didn't, well, get the, I, it I, didn't get the respect because people didn't know how to deal with it. it wasn't I think it was just, tradition. it was ahead of its time. Yes. I think today that car would go over really, if that, they brought that car back out. Oh, absolutely. And I, and I might've forgot to write that one down as part of my 90 yeah. car. Yeah, but yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, that car right. would be a big hit right now. And then right after that, Chip did a car and it had, it was fully fendered, kind of Austin Healy-ish, 34 grill in it. And it had like the like, red car with like was, almost a testosterone like yeah, your yeah, car that you like. That is one of my favorite cars they yep. ever did. And and that had a, had a Lexus motor, Lexus power. Yes, I love that car. And again, that shows up at the. So you did the body on that car? Yeah. So that was uh, a crazy cool yeah, car. That awesome. was so badass. That one kind of just disappeared. Whatever it yeah, was, yeah. it just it wasn't out well, very long. Yeah. Well, those two cars kind of disappeared, and Chip's like. He's kind of bummed out that they didn't go over at the show yeah. as good as and my, my typical dad. You know, he's right to the point. And it's like, Chip, he goes, you got to put a 32 grill on it. You know, these, these guys don't understand cars. All they know is 32s and 34s. That's, yep. that's you know. Yep. And it's really so sad. This, this is during, we're having lunch. We're sitting at a table for four people. It was my dad, my brother, and myself and Chip. And he's thinking about it. And then my brother goes, you know, he goes, Build a build a 32, but you know, take four inches out of it. Take you know, make it look nice and low, you know, and and forget the cow. Make make the hood come all the way to the door. And 
on a napkin, Chip's drawn this, and he's drawn it <laughs> upside down so I can, I'm sitting across from him so I can see it. And, and my brother's got, you know, he's putting in his ideas of like, what about something like this? And what, and my dad, and next thing you know, Chip, and a lot of Chip's ideas, you know, he's drawn, and next thing you know, he drew the Boyster. Right. Well, over yeah. lunch on a napkin. Over lunch. Wow. That's awesome. So he, he presents it to Boyd. Boyd says, let's do it. Chip's at our shop almost every day helping build the, the mock-up, the buck for it. And we build the Boyd, so that thing shows up here, and that changed, to me, that changed the industry. Yes, I mean, it did. that car right? was all of a sudden, wow, that's what a 32 is supposed to look like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And everybody at the show could relate to what it was. They could see the 32 in it, you yeah. know? And, and from that came the Boyster 2, the full fendered car. And then after that, we did a like a 34 high boy version, but still looked like a 34, but a 90s version right. of it. And then we did uh, the one they call Impact for Barry White. And that was actually, you know, done with, you know, Boyd and Chip started that project. And that's when Boyd had his financial problems. And Barry actually <clears throat> ended up buying the car, or the customer bought the car. The car never left our shop. That car was in our shop this whole, it was on hold for like eight months, but it never left our shop. And then Barry's customer decided to fund the rest of it. And that became Impact, you know. And, and But those cars there, I mean, everybody can relate to a 34, a 32, even though it was completely different. Right. You know, and, well, it's pretty sad they talk about the car. You know, if you put a 32 grill in it, then it's okay. It's like... Well, really? Just, I mean, that's it, what it's become, where it's the only thing people can relate with. It's like, right. oh, it's a different kind of 32. It, yeah. Right. That's no, just sad that that's kind of what, that's what it is. That's yeah. kind of a weird way to look at things. So do you get, um, we, we, we talk about this a lot, where we kind of get jaded a little bit being kind of in the side of the industry that we're in. So like you look at a fairly high-end car and you kind of go, it, do, do you ever get jaded with like the projects that are brought to you? You look at the design and maybe you kind of go, it could be the most radical thing to do, just go, let's jump. No, usually, I mean, I'm always excited about the next project. You know, yeah. I, usually yeah. I, you know, I'm eight months into the project I'm working on and I'm ready to start yeah, on something else. So to... usually something fresh comes in. It's like, I get pretty excited about it, you yeah, know. And very cool. What, what, what bothers me is when I come to these shows and you're walking down one of these one of these buildings, and all these cars, I don't care which building it is, all these cars are so nice. Yeah. And you're walking through and you just keep walking. And it's yeah. like it's like walking through the forest and you don't notice the trees. You know, I mean, these cars yes. are gorgeous, you yes. know, and you don't stop and look at each one. You know, I mean, you, you, you can't. There's not enough time to do that, you know. Yeah. And, but that, that when you talk about being jaded, that's... And I think that's where it is. Yeah, it's not, it's not like a, it's not a conscious choice. They just go, it doesn't excite me. You just get to that point where it's, it's you're so saturated by it every day, right. where it just becomes just the regular thing that you see. Yeah. So it's kind of weird that way. I mean, the passion's always there. And it's so weird that it takes one thing to stick out at you. you go, well, that's the greatest thing. Right. And right. two minutes later, one of your friends goes, well, did you see this car? And you're going, no. no I walked what, right what by it. And it's yeah. the brightest green thing sitting right. on a turntable. And you missed it. Because you yeah. weren't. You walked right by it. It's so weird. That's kind of the curse of it. Yeah. It is. It is. And it's, in each one of those cars that you walk by has a story. I mean, it may have you know some significance to the owner then, and they put so much time and effort, and you're just walking right by it. It's, it's like, for me, some of the funnest, some really fun car shows to go to are just your local events. Yeah. And they're small. Yeah. There's not that many there, and nine times out of ten, it's a car the owner built himself, uh -huh. and the guys 
not a metal shaper and the guy's not a painter and he's not an upholstery guy but he did it all yeah you know and could it compete here no way no no way but it's neat to see these guys do it themselves you know and and they work just as hard on it they're so excited about it and you got to share that excitement with them because it's great to me that is awesome to see those I, I love and, it. I think you know, it's great. Th- there's nothing easier than picking something apart. Sure. Try and do it better yourself. Yep, that's right. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, it's yeah. Right. I, Everybody's I, an expert, and, ev- no, and you're I, never wrong in your head. I, I you get know? it all the time, and the stuff I do, people come in and it's, it's they'll pick it apart, you know, or, or some people will pick it apart, and it's like I don't pay attention to it that much anymore because it's like, well, I haven't seen one that you've built. Lately, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, and and I I see my own faults. I I'm probably my my own worst critic. You see what you've done. It's like, yeah, you know, on the next one, I'm gonna do it like this. Yeah. You know. And, but uh, yeah, you see those little details, but we look at it and go, oh, that thing yeah. is just flawless, yeah. you know. But you've you've watched it from you know three inches well, away I've, for eight I've, months at a time. I've touched every inch of that exactly. thing over and over and over yeah. and over for yeah. so long, you know. And I, yeah, but. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> the the one big question I have, I know it can vary from project to project, but say on an average, like say you took a, a full body you have to build. Are you working on this for months on end, years on end? No, the average, especially now, just one man shop, one guy. Uh, the last couple of cards I've done complete were for Rick Door. And these are monsters. These things are, you know, they're 20 foot long. Oh, you he's know, doing some really big scale they're stuff. They're really big cars. And he'll bring me a chassis, and then he'll bring me a drawing. He'll bring me a three-quarter front, three-quarter back, maybe a, a, some, a full-size drawing. And from that, I'll, I'll start you know, with a floor pan. I'll make the buck. And, and on the average, it's about a year. I, I work about a year on it from start to finish. And that's awesome. you know, doing all the chrome. It's doing all the sheet metal that's involved with the chrome. Right on. So it, it's, it's not as long as some people might think. You know? mm-hmm. And I, I, I think we've always been real proficient that what we do yeah it, some guys might like it a little bit cleaner and, and we can do it a little bit cleaner mm-hmm. but if the painter can handle it we're okay with it normally and if you want it polished we'll get there yeah you know but it, it takes a little bit longer you know i mean we, when we do something we've always been known to be the best bang for your buck because we we get it done so fast, uh, you know. Yeah. playing words in that. It's, uh, well, yeah. like when it comes to the painter you're talking about, I mean, they're still going to skim coat, stuff, they're still going to prime it. So it's not really any more work on their part doing what you're going to give them. If you took another ten hours, it's not right. going to make any difference right. with them because they're still going to do this and this. So right. it, you don't always need to get it to that just about polished state because the painter's going to, you know, they're going to they're going to do their thing anyways, you know. So. Yeah. And, so, and you know, and, and we're always building for a builder. I mean, I, I hardly there's very few individuals that we we work for. It's always Boyd, or Chip, whoever right. it might be. It's always these guys that come to us. So, you know, Boyd would much rather us stop, you know, filing, pick and file, pick and file for hours and hours and hours and hours. What his painter can fix. In one hour, right. yeah, you right. know, right. and then at the same time, to go to the next step. You know, here, here we are charging our shop rate to Boyd for hours and hours and hours, picking and filing. And any builder would—it's just normal. They take it into their shop, and he can charge his customer all those hours at his shop rate, and he's paying his employee 
he's making money all the way around, you know. Yeah. So it's it's just smart business for all these guys. Hey, that's good. We can take it from there. Yeah. You know, what I mean, right. it, and w when we do something for an individual, you kind of raise the bar a little bit because they don't know where to take it. You know, they're they're gonna take it to a painter somewhere. You yeah. know. Yeah. So whatever we don't do, their painter needs to do, and it's and they're not saving the money. Where builders will save that that dollar, you know. Right. Well, a lot of times you're using the same guy, so the painter already knows what to expect. He knows what's coming. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so. you know, like Charlie Hutton's painted. I don't know how many of the cards that we've done. So yeah. he knows, and he yeah. knows exactly what he's in for, you know. And so it, it's. I can't imagine the feeling of what it's like as a body man to take a, a in in metal, bare metal, nice, beautifully finished car. And be the first guy that puts the filler on it. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I can't do this. I, don't want to do I can't this. do this. Right. right. <laughs> no. It's like taking a piece of sculpture and start, you know, throwing a throwing Bondo on it. It's like, no. That's... I don't know. So I always kind of wondered what that feeling is like the first guy that spreads the first filler on it. And and they all need a skim coat. They sure. don't need much. Sure. I mean, it, sure. probably 90% of it's going to come back off. Yeah. You know, right. They all need a skim coat. Yeah. I always wondered when you're building a building a body, and is there a particular part in the body where it's like, all right, we're about ready to do this part. All right, I got to be on my game because this particular part of a body that I have to build is the hardest part of all the pieces that I have to build. I, I wouldn't say that. I, each each piece, just about at some point, has I that guess, has that feeling. Yeah. Because you get something. The other day, I, I was rolling a, a me and my wife were rolling a panel on a it was a little Bugatti we're doing. And it was probably about two feet wide and maybe nine and a half feet long. And when you're standing on either end of that, yeah. and you pick your end up, the center hits the floor, right? right. So it was it was an extremely oh, difficult piece man. to do, even if I had an experienced person on the other side. But yeah. I'm doing this with my wife. And yeah. we're rolling it. And once it starts getting some shape in it. It starts to get a little bit of rigidity. It actually gets easier yeah, because yeah, it has right. some rigidity. Yeah. So then it has more shape in certain areas than other areas. So you got to be real careful how many passes you make and where you make the passes. And I get it to where it's like, you know what? It needs a little, and it's almost done. I could probably get away with it the way it is. But you know what? If we bring that up another, another eighth of an inch, just yeah. in the center. Yeah. And it's like, that's when you start getting that feeling. Uh, like, like do, do I go for it? Yeah. You yeah. know, to, because mm. this, these two more passes that we do it can could, cause me. Could make or break it. It, yeah, it could it, be a piece of, uh, uh, you know, patch yeah. panel now. Scrap or just yeah, scrap. Right. And I always wonder how big, I mean, well, that's kind of a strange question. How big is your scrap pile? Well, <laughs> I've been getting lucky lately, you know. And, and, hey, uh, hey, and you know? when we had our shop, you know, it's funny because if I've made a really big mistake on a part, I usually put it in a scrap pile near my brother, so it looked like he made the mistake. Yeah. So. <laughs> nice. Way to go! <laughs> in case if somebody walked in, you yeah. know. I'm, I'm still liking the conversation. When was the last time we talked to somebody? I'm just working on a little Bugatti. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just got a Bugatti in my shop. Okay. <laughs> small I got four pinos. Oh, beetle. Uh, no, yeah. no. <laughs> got pinos in my shop. Does that? Count? <laughs> I get a Bugatti. One off pinto. Okay. That's <laughs> Wow. Yeah, you got a cool project you've been putting up on, uh, on Facebook. Yeah, on and, Instagram and Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, yes. yeah. Everybody seems interested in keeping up. You know, I'm, I'm not a big uh, Facebook and Instagram. No, but it's cool guy. because yeah, you kind of see it going together. You Here's you the bug, you know, and, and then and, stuff yeah. starts. I like seeing that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I get a lot of a lot of guys saying, "Hey, thanks for doing that." And it's my wife does that for me. So. Oh, that's, that's great. great. Thank you. I'm just a little bit smarter than a piece of sheet metal. So <laughs> I, 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 
<laughs> and, and, a, and, a, and a bit of advice, if you want to live to do be 86 like your dad did, lay off the dirt bikes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. I, I might have to rethink that one. No. It was it yeah, was my were, passion as a kid. You and, and crashing don't seem to agree what much anymore. <laughs> yeah, it, when I was younger, I, I I rode professional for almost eight years. Okay, wow. and then decided I wasn't good enough to make a living at it. You know, but it's it was always that was my dream. You know, I wanted to be a professional dirt bike yeah. guy, and you wanted to be Roger DeCoster. Yeah, huh? yeah and it never made it. You know, obviously, <laughs> and uh, took about a thirty-three year break and kind of got back into it through a good friend of mine and. I was enjoying it, you know, I was enjoying it and I did it for about a year and a half and a few months back I we got got taken out by another guy and it just it was just a racing accident, you know, and next thing you know it's like, Well this car's gonna take a little longer than the last yeah. one because I, I You know, we were texting, it's like I'm in Hawaii recovering. Yeah. Reco were you riding? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Three, three broken ribs and fractured oh. my scapula and, oh, wow. and I, I, they're still lingering shoulder problems now. Yeah. <laughs> So your wife's got to definitely pick up the pace now. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, <laughs> that's why she's. Yeah, you're gonna she, get the heavy end this time. She's home working right now while, while I'm here having fun. So. <laughs> I've been teaching her how to weld, and she's doing pretty good with steel and the aluminum. She's that, she's still struggling with aluminum. That's, so. Well, aluminum's its that's own a animal. Hard one. Aluminum's, yeah, aluminum's but, its own animal. Just when you think it's about ready to stick, it blows a hole in it. <laughs> that's cool though. You got her at home. That's great that she yeah, wants no, to do I, it. That's She's a good sport. There's no doubt. Oh, man, really that's great. Sport. That's awesome. Thank you. Yes. You guys you. are very welcome. This has man, been fun. So yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't too bad? wasn't too bad. No, no, right. no, just regular no. guys. I, I could do it again. There yeah, you go. Right. Well, we'd like to and do it thank again. Thank you for being so patient with us today. We were really busy, and you were uh, really no accommodating I'm, I'm to our day, crazy so. schedule. And I wanted to have you on here. It's like, I know you'll have fun once we start doing it. We weren't going to leave. It's like, I was like, I'm staying late if I have to today. Yes. Like we're gonna make this happen. We have yeah. to have that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It, so. that very fun. cool. Awesome to have you. Thank you very much, man. Thank you, sir. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Thanks again for listening, and be sure to keep up with us, gearheads, over on our website at www.roundsixpod.com. And if you'd like to, we invite you to follow along with us over on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to check out all of our latest videos on YouTube.com. <laughs>